What up, y'all? Welcome to the Baby Mama, Baby Daddy Chronicles. My name is Nisha. I'm Scooby. And on this podcast, we will we gonna be giving y'all all types of drama. All types. This is the most authentic podcast you gonna come Ever across. Find. Come across. We're very unfiltered. You're very raw, very unfiltered, very uncut. We get it. We we tell you how it is. It ain't no sugar coating nothing. We talking about baby mama drama, celebrity, celebrity news, news all type of stuff. Uh, so we just here to brighten you all day on your way to work, coming from work, stressful day. Make sure you tell your mama, your, your baby daddy. daddy cousin, your baby daddy mama cousin, everybody. everybody. <laughs> We're going to find us on all platforms, YouTube, Spotify, Spotify, everywhere a podcast can be. So y'all tune in to the Baby Mama, Baby Daddy Chronicles. And we will be dropping videos every Wednesday. So every make Wednesday. sure y'all tune in. We'll I don't see know what time every Wednesday, but shit, it's going to be on Wednesday. We're going to see y'all there. Deuce. Hello world, this is an NTO podcast production. I am B. Chuck and this is where you want to be at. What you're about to hear is not a test. It's information given solely for entertainment purposes only. Now, if you learn something new, kudos to you. If not, and you just like to hear me talk about random things, even better. With that said and out the way, let's have a good time, and I welcome you to my world. This is Into Your Podcast. Yo, what up, man? It's your boy, B-Chuck. I'm back with another NTO podcast. And uh, before I get started, man, I want to give a special thanks to everybody who's taking the time to go out of their way uh, in any time of their day to listen to my podcast, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate all the love and support that I'm getting. Um, I want to give a even specialer, if that's a word, <laughs> a specialer thanks to the people that has been involved with the first two, uh, my wife, my lover, my best friend, Tamika, thank you very much for being my lovely co-host. Um, also, the usual suspects. Um, y'all will get to hear from them a lot more. Uh, that's Keisha and P. I thank you both for taking part in those first two episodes, man. Um, so today, man, I wanted to do something a little different. Um, today, I wanted to talk about uh, mental wellness and how it's okay to not be okay. Because truth be told, I'm not okay. Uh, I don't think I've ever been okay. It's never really been a point in my life where I can say that I was okay with everything that was going on in my life. Um, I've always been the type of person where I never really knew who I was or what I wanted to do with my life until things started to happen in a way to make me discover who I was. Um, for those who don't know, um, I'm from Montgomery, Alabama. That is nothing that I, some people like to say big up or some people like to say shout out or represent where they're from or something. That's not what I want to do, man. Um, I'm not to say that I'm not proud about where I'm from, but at the same time, I'm from Montgomery, Alabama, man. Um, that's that's just the honest truth. It ain't too much of shit going on in this city. Um, it never really has been. I don't think it ever really will be, but it's on the road to getting to where it's, it's tolerable. Um, 
there's a lot of tourism that goes on in this city. Uh, it's a little late, to be honest. Uh, but it is what it is, man. Um, like I said, I'm from Montgomery, Alabama. I grew up in a part of Montgomery. Uh, in my opinion, was the roughest part of Montgomery, which was a community called Ridgecrest. And those who are from the original Ridgecrest, and I say original because they rezoned it, uh, those who were from the original Ridgecrest or grew up in that era, they know exactly what I mean uh, about rough. Uh, the the I, I was born in 85, so like my earliest memory, uh, probably I may have been like maybe like five, maybe four years old. Um, so I'm coming in like with my first memory with the tail end of the 80s right into the 90s. And um, I do remember, um, just, it was, it was kind of fun growing up in a, in a way. Uh, I, I don't have a lot of great memories from my childhood, to be honest with you, uh, which I'll be getting to that. But I do remember playing in the neighborhood and, and it being a lot of kids, uh, in that neighborhood. Uh, cause we actually moved from the area of Ridgecrest when I was about maybe eight maybe nine years old. I'm not for certain. Um, but I, I we was that we was definitely young. Uh, I asked, I have three other brothers and a sister. Um, like most black families from the, from the South and from the hood. Uh, my daddy wasn't around. Uh, he, he, he made the choice to not be, uh, his excuse was, um, he, he thought that my mama hated him. And to be honest, she, actually had a reason to um my daddy mistreated the shit out of my mom uh is that an excuse for other things that happened further in life with my relationship with my mama um yes and no do i think life would have been better if he was around yeah i, I do um i think he took the coward's way out because he knew that he fucked up you know what i mean and when a person know that they fucked up, sometimes they want to try to correct it. Sometimes they just can't. And I do know that from my my younger years, so I'm talking about from the from the first memory that I had up until about the age of ten, I have about three memories of my daddy actually coming around, three whole memories. And the first one. I'm, I'm not going to go into complete detail, but let's just say that's when my mama decided enough was enough. So he was out of there. Um, another one um, I remember uh, was when I was a kid. Um, I don't know what happened. It was a miscommunication between my mama picking me up from school and somebody else picking me up from school. I, I didn't know. Uh, some way, somehow I ended up getting lost uh, in the rain walking home and Fun, the, the, the the craziest thing about it is that, that the street that we lived on actually was, is our last name, Whiting. And that street is literally two blocks from the school that I went to from first grade up to sixth grade. Literally two blocks. All I had to do was just walk down two blocks and make a left. But I'm a kid. I don't know no better. Um, but, but yeah, I got lost in the rain and, and somehow, some way I ended up at my grandmother's house where she literally lived a quarter mile from the school. Uh, my entire dad's side of the family actually lives in the entire area of Ridgecrest. I don't think any of them actually moved out at any point. 
Um, and if they did, they ended up coming back to their area because their parents still stayed there or something like that. But yeah, they're, they're all, uh, some way, somehow, we they all, they all ended up still back in the area of Ridgecrest. But but yeah, anyway, um, yeah, my I think I ended up at my grandma's house and my daddy ended up like taking taking all my wet clothes off and stuff and I ended up staying with him until uh, my mama came to pick me up, which um, that wasn't a nice conversation. But I, like I said, I was a kid. I was super young. Uh, I probably was maybe six, if that. Um, the other memories came after the age of 10. But again, like I said, most kids from the hood and most broken homes, you know, that ain't around because most of the time you choose not to be. Um, but but yeah, I, I, I come from Ridgecrest in Montgomery, Alabama. Um, and growing up, I just never really knew my my place in the world. I, I, I knew that I, I was different uh, because my creative my creativeness was something that I, I I didn't know how to control. When I was younger, I would write a lot. Um, and I remember a story that I wrote when I was a kid. It was about vampires. And it was like a page that I wrote. And it was crazy because the teacher actually gave me an A. And she had never seen someone that young that had the ability to write in such detail about things and and I'm not gonna lie, man. When I was a kid, I wanted to be an FBI agent. I wanted to go in the Air Force and fire. I wanted to fly like F-16s and shit like that. You know, it. it I, but I, writing was always something that was there. Cre being creative was something that I always was interested in doing. I just didn't know how to do it because I, I was never interested in school. I don't remember at any point where I wanted to actually go to school. I fucking hated school. Like my my first brush with failure in school was I was in the fourth grade and I had one of the best teachers I've ever had in my life. And she pushed me to the point to where I didn't know that I was capable of doing things that would make me smarter than I ever thought I would ever be. Like it put me in the same category. Like, and I, I love my sister to death and my sister is smart as fuck. Like she, she is the, probably the smartest woman I know, but it put me in a category with her as far as AB on a row. And I remember missing AB on a row for one fucking point. I made a C in a class that I could have made a B in. And my fourth grade teacher cut the fuck up. She went to the principal. She went to the assistant principal. She went to the teacher. Like I literally missed that shit by one fucking point. And after then I didn't give a fuck no more. I remember I made it to the fifth grade and I was just a fucking problem. Uh, I remember being wrote up several times. I remember being like, I don't know if they did it at anybody else's school, but at my elementary school, when you got in trouble, like the the parent could give the principal permission to paddle the child. Uh, I thought that was, I still think that's bullshit. I don't, I don't really think that a parent should give no one else the responsibility, let alone the right to physically abuse their child. I think it's bullshit. Now, was I rude and unruly? Fuck yeah, I was. Um, like I said, I didn't. I, I gave the fuck up. And we had a teacher that didn't really. Um, he didn't really understand who we were, and and what we were going through. Um, was it well deserved? Yeah, the punishment fit the crime, absolutely. Uh, but I don't think 
that's right. You know, I think I do think kids at a certain age, they do need to be heard and they need to be listened to, you know, because uh, sometimes that child may be going through some shit that they don't understand and they don't know how to control it. They don't know what to do. Um, but, yeah, I, my, I actually um, later on in life, when my mom moved on a different side of town, uh, that fifth grade teacher ended up moving right around the corner from us. And when he saw me, like I had a chance to actually apologize to that guy, man, because I was like I said, I was I was hell. I was one of them kids that was absolute hell in the class for no reason. And the guy, he was super young and I don't even think he realized what the fuck he was doing. I remember we had a guy in our class in the fifth grade. We looked at this nigga like a whole motherfucking like adult because to us he was. I was in the fifth grade and this guy, this guy had to been 13, 14 years old at least. I mean, the guy, the guy, I, I think the guy had a fucking mustache, if I'm not mistaken, man. Like, like he he literally was that old in the fifth grade. And he he was he was cool as fuck, but the nigga like like he was very misunderstood because I remember him just like one day something happened at school and the nigga was tough like he 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 was a game member and everything the nigga was tough he fighting all types of shit I think the nigga was fucking at like thirteen fourteen years old like knocking down chicks and shit and one day I remember he got in trouble for something one day and he never said anything the whole fucking day. And it was weird because this was the class clown. This was that guy. You know what I'm saying? Everybody looked at him as that guy. And that day, he never said shit. And he just looked sad as shit. It, uh, it damn near, whatever it was, it almost brought him to tears. And that's when I realized that, like, at an early age, that, like, man, like, you never really know what the fuck is, like, going on with kids at any age. You never know. So that's why I say to this day, like, my my advice to any parent, like, man, listen to your child. Like, don't sit here and just think your child is just bad as fuck just for the sake of being bad as fuck. Because nine, nine times out of ten, it's going to be the fact that nobody's really listening to that child and they don't know what's going on. Or it could possibly be they're mimicking what they see. So you have to be careful about what you do and say around kids. You can't punish a kid for cussing if you cussing around that kid. It's just that simple. You know what I'm saying? Like. It, that, that's just me and my opinion, but I don't have any kids. Um, I don't plan on actually, a, a, actually having kids. I, I really don't. Uh, me and my wife actually want to adopt. Um, we have a cat. That's, that's about it. You know what I'm saying? But we, we don't plan on actually having any kids. There's, there's many reasons behind that. Um, but I don't need a, a child. I don't need a, a kid to understand that that's a, a little human being. So, it it really irks me and bothers me when people say you never really understand until you have kids. There's a lot of things that that's just that's that's a given. You don't need to have kids to know to treat another human being with honor and respect. You treat that person like you want to be treated. When you don't understand something, you don't necessarily have to get angry because you don't understand. There's many other emotions you can get instead of anger and frustration when you don't understand. You know what I mean? I I'm I'm getting to the point in my age where Instead of like when I don't understand something or I don't get something, I'm trying not to get upset. I'm trying to get curious. There's a thing about that 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 intrigues me a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like every time somebody don't understand something or they're not doing something right and it frustrates them a lot. Instead of getting upset 
and getting frustrated, try getting curious. Try trying to find out why it's not working or why something is going a certain way. And you never know what you might learn about yourself. But I, I, I move, I'm moving on. Um, so like I said, I'm not okay. And I don't think I'm not ever going to be okay. And that's okay. Cause there's a lot of things in my childhood I've been through and I've seen that sticks with me to this day. Um, friends who I thought were friends. Um, I wore glasses too. So at an early age, um, I was like 10 years old when I had to start wearing glasses cause I got really bad headaches. And um, my mom got me my first pair of glasses and goddamn, that was fucked up. Like they was the fucking Coke bottle glasses with the ball on the top. Oh man, them shits was fucking bad. I broke the shit out of them bitches. I couldn't do it. Cause when I wore them to school, boy, kids are motherfucking, they something else, man. Uh, they they picked on me left and right, man. I would come home crying like almost every fucking day from that shit. And I remember being 10 years old and having to wear my glasses like upside down just to get a laugh from people. And um, not knowing that that actually fucked my eyes up even more because I ended up having nearsightedness in one eye and farsightedness in the other one. But that's that's just neither here nor there. Um, I remember I had this teacher and um, this was, I think this was before fourth and fifth grade. I think this might've been third grade. I'm not sure. I remember her name. I'm not going to call her name out because she's, she's, she's dead right now. Um, she's, she died years ago. Um, and I tried to give respect to the dead, but my memories of her, she was a bitch. She had no reason to treat me the way that she did. Her explanation was she saw greatness in me and she wanted to push me to be better. Yo, I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? You, you, This teacher had no reason to treat me the way that she did. I don't give a damn if she thought I could be the next president. The shit that she put me through, I, w I was a kid with major headaches, and I had to wear glasses for that shit. And I would never forgive that woman ever for that shit, ever. I don't care what nobody say. I don't care if people say she was the best person on earth. She became a fucking nun. I, I don't care. That woman was a bitch to me, period. So it's stuff like that that has stuck with me. Um, going into my teenage years, uh, my, my relationship with my mom was very, very strained. Um, I, I find myself looking for love and acceptance. And that led me to a lot of stupid situations, shall I say? Cause I didn't actually have my first real girlfriend until I was 16. But before that, I thought I was in love probably like three times. I, I truly did. Um, it was this one girl um, that I that I met, and mind you, we we moved from the hood. We moved from Ridgecrest to another, like the outer skirts of Ridgecrest. It was still the hood, but it was the outer skirts because that was the first time we actually had white neighbors. But that fucking neighborhood was gang infested as well, and it turns out the white people actually owned the house, so they weren't moving, and they called the police every time we went in their yard, <laughs> which is funny as fuck. But uh, we moved to a different part of Montgomery, and that area was gang infested. Uh, I've I've dodged bullets more times in my life than I care to even count. Um, house getting shot up many many times for gang related activity. Um, my next to the oldest brother, he was in the streets, heavy. Um, didn't need to be, you know. Let's let's be clear. My my next to the oldest brother, he's no dummy. I still see great potential in him, see great things in him that nobody else 
would ever see or even want to see, man. But my my next to the older brother is hard headed. Like he's got a, a head like a fucking brick. Let's let's be clear, man. And um, yeah, he was in the streets heavy, man. And that gang shit, that that shit fucked us up real bad, man. And it fucked me up especially because of two particular events where one day, um, again, I was a kid. I had to actually ride my sister's bike. I think I rode my sister's bike to school that day or some shit like that. I don't fucking remember. I just remember riding her bike and I was coming from school. I may have been coming from the gas station, whatever. And um, these, the same gang members, like they knew that I was the little brother of my next to the oldest brother. And so they started fucking with me and they chased me one day in a fucking car and I'm on a bike and they fucking with me or whatever. And I'm crying and shit. I don't know what the fuck to do. And these, that was the first time I seen like a gun pulled on me. Like these niggas actually pulled a gun on me out of the fucking car on a kid over some shit that was going on with my next to the oldest brother. And when I saw that shit, I put it as fast as I fucking could. And I think I darted out in traffic or some shit like that and almost got hit. And all this other crazy shit, man. It's just, it fucked me up bad, man. And the next day when I had to ride that my sister's bike again, I went under my brother's bed. And my brother had a fucking arsenal under his bed. I took his twenty two. I took that shit and put it in my book bag. And that was the first day that I ever carried a gun doing anything. And I don't even, I, I, I don't remember knowing how to use it. But I knew if I pulled the hammer back and I pulled that trigger, something would happen. So... I carried that shit with me and the next they fucked with me again the next day. And I think this time is when I actually said something to my brother because I don't know what happened. I think they may have did a drive on the ass the next day. I don't fucking know. Uh, but I remember that day I had that gun and they was fucking with me again. And I went in my book bag this time and I actually I grabbed it out of my book bag. And I guess they thought I had something in my book bag because that's when they started to kind of like scatter a little bit. Uh, it it was it's it's still kind of like choppy, like I, I I just remember having that gun, and I remember them seeing that I had something in my book bag, and I jumped on my bike and I flew home. I said something to my mama, said something to my brother. My brother got pissed. Um, all this whole time I had to actually find a way to sneak the gun back up under his bed. Um, but yeah, I mean the house getting shot up and shit. Um. One of our actual fucking relatives was one of the people that was shooting in our house. Like, our actual fucking cousin was one of the people that was doing it. Um, that, I mean, that that's one fucked up memory from that. I mean, I still have other pleasant memories, like the guys that actually lived uh, in the neighborhood on that same street. Like, we grew up together, and um, we all used to flip. That was our thing. We could flip. We could play um, softball. Or, or we used to play with tennis balls. It was called stop and roll. That's what we used to call that shit. But we used to play with footballs. We used to play stop and roll with tennis balls. Um, we we could do a number of shit. We we flipped. Um, I think I don't know. Like I I, I remember like like I'm not gonna say that it, it it was stolen. I'm just gonna say it didn't belong to us. But some way somehow we ended up with a trampoline, and um, <laughs> there was this uh this old bank. That was around the corner of the neighborhood, and it was it was an old bank. It's not open. It wasn't open then, but they had this gigantic ass fucking field, and we used to go out in this field and play football. We used to go out there and play baseball. Uh, we had a trampoline out there, but we ended up moving the trampoline back to the guy's house that was across the street from us, and um, 
just shit like that, man. I could, I could used to know how to flip like fucking awesome. I was like a ninja doing that shit. And uh, I remember days like that. Um, I remember living in that neighborhood. And the second time that it snowed in Montgomery, uh, it didn't stick. But we was outside, you know, playing in that shit. And I ended up getting, I think I got like a cold from that shit or something like that. I don't fucking know. But, um, but yeah, I have fun memories like that. Um, I actually met a lot of those neighborhood kids. The day, uh, either the day or the week that we moved into that house, it flooded. And it was like two or three feet of water or something like that. It came up all the way to the driveway. Um, it was a lot of water. And we had like all this old ass shit that I guess wasn't going in the house or something like that. I don't really recall. But the kids from the neighborhood came over and we made like fake ass boats and shit like that or something. It was it was weird, man. It, it was all brand new to us because that was the first time we actually moved to a place that was that was what we could call ours in a sense. Uh, we had a big ass backyard. We had a nice size front yard. We actually, uh, the neighborhood kids, um, we all got together and built a treehouse out there. Uh, we tried to put lights in that bitch and everything, man. Like we, I don't even remember where the fuck we got the wood from, but we made a whole fucking treehouse out that bitch, and that shit was like. That that shit was just crazy, man. I, I remember a lot of like great memories from that point in time, but I also remember a lot of fucked up memories too. Um I remember my quote unquote first girlfriend. This was this was weird. Um it was actually um I think she was the youngest sister of one of the guys, the older guys on the block or something like that. And and I mean, let's be honest. I, I could tell early on that that girl was going to be gay. Um, I didn't really care because me and her were like, we, we was cool. We clicked. Um, technically, that was like my fir first kiss, maybe. I don't know. I don't even know if the shit counted. Um, but I know me and her was always cool, even up to like we became like teenagers and shit. Um we we lost touch over the years because um, we just, you know, like I said, we grew apart. We were teenagers. Uh, but I knew early on that girl was going to be gay. I think she knew it, too. I think she knew she was gay, like, even then, um, which is fine. You know, I have no problem with gay people at all. I don't have a problem with gays, lesbians, none of it. You know what I mean? Um, but we 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 was we was cool up until a good age and we lost contact. And um, I also remember a lot of hot and ass girls, you know what I'm saying? Like that, that, that's the thing. I don't know if anybody else, like if you outside of the South, if you never heard this before, like the hot and the ass little girls, you know what I'm saying? Like that was a whole big thing, you know, like you could tell at a young age, like who was going to be like, I don't want to use the word like slut or whore or nothing like that, but you could tell like they, they, they was, like I said, hot and ass, you know? Hey, yo, that's the end of part one for right now, man. Y'all just sit back, hold tight. Part two is on the way.